Side notes presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close. Volume 13. What is the difference between a very good player and an elite player? The difference between a good and elite player is pretty simple to me. Good players, they can uh, put up points, make plays, and be a solid player. The elite players make an average player better, in my opinion. There's many so, examples, uh, you know. Uh, can I throw a, a classic example from our hockey generation out there? Is that a Crosby, Pascal, Dupuy? Oh, a hundred percent, right? I mean, Mario Lemieux, Randy Cunnyworth, <laughs> right? <laughs> Cunny, sure, because you know, all the, I mean, everyone who plays in the NHL is good. The elite make the average good. Like an Elias Pedersen in Vancouver, I love watching this game. He makes players better around him all the time. That, to me, is elite. So can you say the same for defensemen? Like, what's the difference between a very good defenseman and an elite defenseman? Is it the same thing? You make your partner better, or you just make everybody else on the ice better? Or 100%. I mean, why? Cal McCarr is the best defenseman in the league. Best That's, player in the league. But... Not because of points. Because, you know, I mean... Because every time he's out there, he can break out the puck. He can make the simple play. And all of a sudden, he can make a special play. He can set up a breakaway with a 150-foot pass. I mean, he is elite because every time he steps on the ice, it doesn't have to be McKinnon's line. He can be out there at the third line and still generate chances for them. And he's physical. That's how I look at it. And he's physical. I have to make sure that that wasn't yeah. interfered with. Is yeah. Quinn Hughes elite? He's elite. He's 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 elite. Did you did you see his goal again yesterday? No. Scissoring. He forward came up. He scissors down, and just you know, season opening and absolutely bar down. I mean that, and I don't think the kid gets enough credit. And you you shit on him earlier that he's not a defender. I think he defends hard. I don't think the kid is just below the goal line or below the the circles all the time. I think he defends hard. I mean, he joins this rush. But if you watch, he's always back. Rivs, I mean, you were a demon. Do you think he's a shitty defenseman? Uh, I haven't watched him enough to give a proper. Um, I really haven't watched him enough to okay. to to basically put my staple and say I'm I'm gonna I'm like I haven't I can give you more on Kale McCarr. I can give you more on Victor yeah. Hedman. I can give you more on Evan Bouchard uh, from, from Edmonton because he's one that has really sparked my interest because I liked him as a right-handed defenseman, first-round draft pick coming out of London. So he's always sparked my interest. I can give you more on Roman Yossi, Darlene, mm -hmm. uh, Morgan Riley. I can't give you anything on Quinn Hughes because I haven't seen him play in this. Philip uh, Yarn... Uh, Ronick? Ronick. Yeah, like thirty six points this year. He's is he not Quinn Hughes' partner? Yes. So this guy is ninth in defenseman scoring. Okay, I don't even know. I can't give you anything on Philip uh, Ronick right now. I played with I him in Detroit. I love that pickup. The minutes Vancouver got him. Yeah, yeah. But those two it, guys, they they don't just start in the ozone. They start in a D zone all the time. They defend. They def they play against top lines. Yep. And Quinn Hughes is he 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 knows how to play defense. He's a defender.
You know, the amazing thing is the only reason I'm saying that Thomas about him being a Rover and being up the ice, is which because he is the only time I get to watch him really play is in a, is in a 30 second clip that shows the Vancouver Canucks scoring a goal with this guy leading the rush mm-hmm. and doing something special offensively. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, for me, it's like, I, I, I shouldn't be saying that he doesn't uh, defend because I haven't watched him enough. No, but you're not wrong. He is he is a rover. But as soon as that chance is over or he moves it or he shoots it, he doesn't he doesn't follow it. That's that's a that's a different type of defenseman. This guy is swoops right out and he defends hard. And in the D zone, like I said, I, I that so kid is I mean, they so got him he what right for, now. Is he the closest thing to a Kale McCarr? Because Kale McCarr I think I can tell you this with watching him enough that he is he is literally probably more skilled than 75% of the forwards in the league. He skates as well as 75% of the forwards in the league. He pushes the play. He scores goals, produces points, but he's also physical and he's also a defender. He defends very well. When Q's defends is, well, the, the reason I take Makar is because I do think he's got a little more bigger. Physical. He's bigger, a little bit more physical, and he's a right shot. The right shot are just so tough to find. I don't know why that is. It, it's been like this forever. But no, Quinn Hughes, I would he he to me right now is is definitely the second guy behind Makar. So right now you have uh, two uh, two defensemen. Okay, you have Quinn Hughes, obviously that we we just talked about. Um, in forty seven games this year, he has fifty seven points, leads all defensemen. He's got 12 goals and get this one. He's plus 20 or plus 35, Hmm. which is insane. Like, is he right now the, the front runner for, um, the Norris? Because you have, you have Kale McCarr who sit right behind him at 54 points. Yeah. But why don't understand why it comes down to points? Well, I think points matters. They always have. But I but think he so is the front runner points, because, think, because the Vancouver Canucks aren't a great, I mean, aren't they? And I shouldn't say this, I haven't looked yes, it up, but they're in front they of are, Colorado, aren't they? They are they are uh top of their conference. And I, I think that's that's that has to count as well, right? And and you you have to know the kids. You put everything aside now, the conversation. You gotta know the kid has to be a workhorse and a leader because otherwise a Rick Tockett does not make him captain. Would you agree with that? Yeah. I mean, it's always the best scenario for any team is to basically be able to take your best player, your most elite player, and name him captain. And then you have to hope and pray to the Lord that he is the type of captain that you actually want. Like a, a workhorse, the guy who's going to do all the th- little things to win games, who's consistent in how they play, uh, how they prepare themselves on and off the ice, how they take care of themselves. There's so many things that go into it. That's why you look at Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, do you think that they're happy with having Sidney Crosby as the leader of that organization for the last 15 years? <laughs> or Nate McKinnon right now in 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 Colorado? I mean, these McKinnon's guys... McKinnon's not the, the captain. Well... Who is the captain there? Landeskog. Okay, Landeskog hasn't played a game in like a year and a half, right? All I'm going to say is 
Nate McKinnon is the captain of that hockey team. He's a tremendous leader. Tremendous he's a tremendous player. leader in his own yeah. right and how he plays the game and everything that he does, he's just magical. And you want that in a leader because he's also the greatest player in the team, but he's also one of the the hardest workers and and, and guys that doesn't cut corners, right? Yeah, so, I hate that I'm saying this now because everyone's talking about it, but I do recall us having a conversation in the summer, and I said that I would take McKinnon over McDavid, I would take McCarr over McDavid, and the two best players and best forward and defenseman in the league happen to play on the same team. I think Nate McKinnon is the best player, best forward in the NHL. I think Kale McCarr is the best player in the NHL. It's it's gonna it, it you'd have an argument there and a very viable stance by taking Nate McKinnon. And I, I think there when you're when you're talking about the most elite of the elite, you're gonna have Connor McDavid in the in the conversation. You're gonna have Nate McKinnon in the conversation, you're gonna have Kale McCarr. And then you're gonna throw in Leon Dreisaitl has to be there. Do you not think so, Thomas? The conversation stops at McKinnon and McDavid for the two best forwards in the league. I would That's agree. I would agree with that and just because of the, the the speed and the skating ability, the playmaking ability, the scoring ability. I, but I think you take Makar for sure over over anyone. But as far as McKinnon and Crosby, I mean, I don't know who to pick. Give me either one of them, and I will be just walk on, away just happily. Just on that note, I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna wrap this conversation up on this note. I remember I had one shot at hitting Sidney Crosby in Pittsburgh. I had him lined up. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, what were you doing on the ice? It was <laughs> he got thrown out there with two, the two other guys or what? It was a lot. We were on the on the on the road, so they were getting him out there. He was matching him. Yeah, we're yeah. on the road. I had, a chance, I had a chance to fucking drill him. And, and he, the soon as I got to him and I just started to go to hit, he was gone. I was like, and where did he go? He was like <laughs> Top Gun when it was like, where did he go? Where did who go? I was like just eating the dasher. Hey, but you, we, we brought up Crosby here. I'm amazed by his season again. Did you see what happened uh, in the game against uh, Arizona? Yeah, the Latang dropped to to Malkin. The Latang drops to Malkin. Malkin goes to grab it, one handed on the backhand moves, slides under his blade, goes in the net. Crosby's got his stick over his head, like what the? Fuck? Yeah, that's. It looks like an easy play, but I've been there. The puck spins. You just kind of not casually, but you think it's an easy, simple play, and all of a sudden. It's you know, I've always wondered, Thomas. I don't know how I've we've spoken so many hours since we've retired, and I have never asked you this. Remember the shootout in Otto, uh, in uh, Long Island when we were in Long Island, and you you were going down, and I don't know what happened. You just kind of flipped it at the goalie's gut. Do you remember, do you remember this? You went. I in don't. Just, I don't know if the puck bobbled on you. We just kind of chopped at it. It just kind of went at his stomach. Do you, I was. I'm just thinking, like, were you trying to chip it over his stick or something? Do you, you don't remember that play? We lost the game, in case you were wondering. I, I don't remember that play. I mean, <laughs> I don't ever chip anything unless it's over a shoulder. It must have been okay. bad ice conditions, and my little chop shot didn't work. I'll blame that. The sewage, the, the sewage ice was melting, I guess, on the way in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That that doesn't sound like my shootout attempt. Like, Palmer could do this. You know, Palmer would come in and, and shoot and score five-hole. How did I don't know how he did that, man? It's, I don't know how any player. That's because he couldn't only... lift the puck. His stick was so straight. <laughs> but I don't know how people score in five holes. Like that—that's something I Do you never. Remember saw. at one point, 
you were doing all your shootouts and you walked in and you blasted a slap shot like top shelf, like it was bar down, just like thing. Montreal. That and, was the first and we time were losing I ever our shit. It. But do you remember that you kept on doing that every single time? Like for yeah. multiple shootouts after that, which oh, were yeah. you were busting this thing top shelf. The goaltender knew that you were actually doing this and still couldn't stop the puck. That was my favorite move. I used to have way more God, moves I... actually. When I when I started in Rochester, I did way more moves. And then I don't know. I, I just feel like the goalies just kept getting better and the ice was so shitty by the time you got to shootout. The shoveling didn't do anything. So I'm like I used know, to I... love shootouts so much. So much. And I always, I always thought to myself, like, I knew I was never going right. Like I was like, how many, how many guys play 18? So if I was ever in a situation, I would probably be 17. I'd be ahead. Of, I'd be probably ahead of Petey. Like everybody would go ahead of me. So I was felt very comfortable I don't think, I, I don't, I don't think you've watched PD in a shootout. You, there's there not you a go. chance you will go in front of them. If you didn't say it, I was going to no, say No, listen it. to me. I'm going to tell yeah. you this right now, Thomas. I stop that right now. I'm the biggest fan of Anders Peters. I would put him in the top three. <laughs> but Lindy couldn't see the talent that no, he Andy could. Peters he had. He could. He just couldn't. He could, but by the he time he got the shootout, Petey probably, his hands were frozen because he hasn't played in two periods. There was an exhibition game. We were in Tampa <laughs> Bay where the thing went like 14 shooters, and Dingman went, and all these guys were going, and I'm like... Guys are like, oh, my God, Petey, get ready, get ready. Do you know what you're going to do if you go? And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I know exactly what I'm going to fucking do, okay? Peter Forsberg. Let me ask you this before mm-hmm. we get out of here as we bring it back. to: Do the Sabres have any elite players? Uh, well, I think I think Darlene is elite. And that's about it from the back end, what I see. I think some guys think they're elite, and they're not even close to it. I think a Tage Thompson when he's on top of his game is elite. Yeah, Tage Tage game for game breaker. Yeah, and uh, I I can't, I can't put Casey Middlestead in the elite category, but he's a guy that I like to watch, and I think he's gotten so consistently better at his game, and he makes a lot of good plays, and he's yes, very he consistent. Because I've seen him here in Minnesota in high school and and college, but his game didn't really involve until a couple of years ago. Because I think he should have never left college after year one. He should have played two more years, but that's a whole different conversation. But he's as close. Like I said, I can't put him in that elite category. But when I watch him play, he makes a lot of players better. He makes a lot of good plays. Yes, he does. Greg, anything else? No. Side note, uh, side note, be, between you and I, I don't think it needs to be in, on the show. Um, but again, that'll do it for side notes presented by Seneca Buffalo Creek Casino. Nothing else comes close.